Do, do, do. So, uh, the next room on the map should be like a big chamber. Uh, and I was going to ask everybody input on what exactly it looks like. But if any of you want to give your input in the form of map doodles, I open that to you. How do I just import a picture other than like as a pod? It looks like, like the innards of a machine designed to make you unhappy. Well, I think the initial thing we should do... So it looks like society. Is the room oh. to be shaped like a hexagon. <laughs> what kind of hexagon? I'll be talking shit on hexagons. Probably a regular, because I don't have the ability to draw regular polygons. Hexagons are some good shit. How many dimensions is it in? 20. 20 hexagon dimensions. 20. 20. Well, yeah. Yeah. So we're starting hexagon. with one big hexagon, and people can doodle in it if they it's like. It's a damn 20-sided hexagon, because we're on the moon, and you can do that kind of shit on the moon. I'm pretty sure that any hexagon in two dimensions can tile a flat there plane. You go. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Like, actually any hexagon. Hexagons are so I'm strong. pretty sure that's true, yeah. It's true on the moon, at least. Which is also a pretty fun way of getting to tiling pentagons by just taking a hexagon and then splitting it into two pentagons. What if you split a hexagon into two hexagons? You just broke it and then two more hexagons came out. Uh, well, that'd be a good trick. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> I'd yeah. be very interested to see your, uh, your diagrams for that. Just pop that sucker in two, and you get two hexagons. You break one hexagon in half, you have two smaller hexagons. It just makes sense. It makes sense to me. I'm reminded of the novelist of bisecting conversations. Cut it there you in go. Half. Cut that shit in half. I have cut a hexagon in half in a way that makes two six-sided figures. Two half hexagons, not not two just other shapes, but two half hexagons. Yeah, exactly. Half hexagons. Two semi hexagons have been created. Semi hexagons. Yeah, I like semi hexagons. I am not a powerful enough geometry lord to create two proper hexagons, so we get semi hexagons. Everybody starts from somewhere. (laughs) I'm so bad at math. Math is so fucking hard. Everyone well, makes fun of that. True. Everyone makes fun of that one Barbie for saying math is hard. But really, that Barbie is real fucking good at math and is getting into the really deep shit. And she's like, "Yo, <laughs> math is this hard. like abstract set theory shit is kind of messing me up." And I'm like, "I feel you, Barbie." I mean, Barbie's That's not it. wrong. Like, Barbie knows her shit, but like, math is hard. Math, math. If math were easy, don't you think we would have figured it all out by now? Yeah. The higher, the harder math gets, the less numbers it involves. That's or well, sometimes honestly. the more numbers it involves occasionally. What the? But fuck they, they're is not Jared solid Leto numbers when tonight. it gets harder. They become oh, sometimes letters. it's in. Sometimes if you go real deep on numbers, numbers can get super fucked up. Yeah. So what? What's the, what's like like what? What if just your job is to find the next biggest prime number? Like, that's a number. You What's the biggest that job? This sounds difficult. What's the <laughs> biggest known prime number? Oh, let's see. Largest known prime. What's the, what's, the num- what's the largest number that we know? What's the largest known prime? 
What's the what's the biggest number? Oh, it's uh, well. Currently, the largest known fine is a Mersenne fine, so that actually makes it pretty easy to deal with. Um, it has a bit over twenty-two million digits. Ooh. Um, it's two raised to the seventy-four million two hundred seven thousand two hundred eighty-first power minus one. Don't tell nice. Garbad; he'll put it into roll twenty to see what happens. <laughs> Garbad is going to press a button on a machine that makes himself disappear, and it's going to be his own dang fault. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like Garbad. Oh, boy. Sorry, sorry, that's Garbad. Garbad, everybody. No? Okay. So what we know is that this room is a hexagon. Jesus Christ, Ironicus. (laughs) So what we should do is we should play this room on a hex grid. Alright. That is my one thought for the session. I'm I out. Like, I like a hex grid, but I don't I don't Base play a warlock, different. so how am I supposed to play on the hex grid if I don't play a warlock? Well you'll just you'll just have to adapt. Can can Vards hex? Yeah, oh yeah. Anyone can hex. I mean you you can spell Jack. Put so yourself presumably. in six over four time. Bam, you're hexing. Hex to this. Just make sure you roll sixes and multiples of sixes. I roll nothing but six six six. There you go. You're ready. Boom. So our d twenty rolls can only be six, twelve, and eighteen. Okay. So miss, hit, and depends on the escalation die. Great. (laughs) Well, actually, since we've we've changed to to base six, you you have twelve possible results. You have twenty possible results on your d twenty. Okay. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. <laughs> math is hard. The best part about math is that you can learn a thing and you'll feel smarter. And if the other people around you don't know it, they'll confirm that feeling, even though you know nothing. Your knowledge <laughs> is nothing. Your knowledge is worthless and your knowledge is hollow and empty. Most of mine is. The vast majority of my knowledge is completely worthless. The ma- the vast majority of knowledge in general is completely worthless. This is extremely true. Money is useless. Knowledge is useless. Knowledge is pointless. Destroy all knowledge. No, don't destroy it. But it no, yeah, is destroy it. Maybe it'll be useful it. someday. So don't even think about it. Someday it will become useful. Does anybody know what Dracula or Poorweather are up to? Because the rest of the crew is present and accounted for. Nope. Nope. No Maybe Poorweather got caught in <laughs> poor weather. Pigs, 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 pigs. That makes pigs. the weather go away. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the enchantment to get rid of weather. That's the hex. But you gotta say it carefully because well, you gotta say it carefully because if you say it the wrong way, then you also you also get rid of poor weather, and we don't want that. It would be very sad. Also, it summons lots of pigs, like Nate said. Yeah, watch out for those pigs. Name two. No, like what? Like, like, but like as a positive gonna... way. Like, hey, watch out for those pigs. They're pretty no, great. No, I'm talking about cops. No, yeah, no cops. you're going to want to tuck your pants into your socks here. <laughs> Who does that? Uh... I mean, you in this precise situation. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, damn. I'm owned. Yeah, you, you you've already done it. I wasn't even looking. 
that's why you had to do it, because you weren't looking. Next, you're going to say, I wasn't even wearing socks. I'm not. I'm not wearing socks, and somehow it happened anyway. The moon's weird. moon is weird. I wasn't even wearing pants. I was wearing socks, though. Yeah. Well, between the two of you, you'll... <laughs> you get a full outfit. <laughs> uh, don't tuck your pants into my socks. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I'll but try not do to. Something else. Never tuck your pants into someone else's socks unless they give you express permission. <laughs> like, that's... That requires yes. a high level of intimacy. That's that's an extremely advanced position. It's <laughs> not one that I want to be in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. Everybody's, you know, everybody's getting their limits. Uh... I, I gotta restart my computer real quick. Alright, the many takes their first confusion point. <laughs> because I cannot wrap my head around this. Jeez. Actually, no, it would be my second. According to my notes, I did take one last week. Oh god, two. Uh, like, I'm having a moment. Which, uh, which virtual day do we use? I have like two, four, P O. Okay, that's the one I thought. Use P two. Either will work. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I have a lot of folders of this shit. Whoa! I have our fucking old paranoia map saved. Jeez. No, okay. Just in this old folder, I have uh. I have a lot in here. Oh shit, I have all of Poor Weather City Map saved from that old campaign. Oh man. Those were some detailed maps. Yeah, a lot of these maps were really good. I'm glad that I have them saved because there's there's a lot of these that are like three megs to, to like six megs. I'll be disappointed if the Eidolon of Hexagons isn't in the Hexagon room with semi-Hexagon markings. Uh, Medibot disappeared. Oh, right, we're starting computer. It's like, why is Medibot? Should we answer that question in this table topics? Because that might be Yeah, go disgusting. for it. So someone asked us, uh, since we know lots of RPGs and RPG people... What do they generally like most in an RPG system? Just in a general sense, not deep answers here. So. So what do you like when you play a tabletop game, gnome? I like elegance. I like when mechanics fit together neatly together. Yeah, like Bella Canto, elegance. Bella is extremely elegant. Yeah, I like when there's a solid core mechanic that everything is built around in a clever way. I appreciate elegance in design. How about somebody else who's here? Uh, I like it when players are encouraged to take drastic action by uh, the situation rapidly becoming worse and worse. That's fun. I enjoy that too. I don't. I really hate it when failure amounts to nothing. I once played a D and D game where the DM literally just had me make one roll over and over again until I succeeded. That's garbage. 
Well, I remember doing that in middle school and high school. Skype is showing people highlighted, but I can't actually hear any of you talking. Oh, you oh, must no. be waiting for me to talk and give you permission to speak. Oh, now I can hear everyone. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Welcome to Skype's new <laughs> chat law. It requires the host to speak before people can be heard. Is that true? Yes. Yes. That's how it's worked. That is let's the new just, Skype law. Let's just go to the ocean. Uh, but for, for my ocean. for my input for the question, uh, I'll say that what I like in a game is a ga- uh, I want it to be designed to create an experience that isn't covered by a game I already have, because otherwise I probably won't check out yours, because I'm covered on that front. Hear that fantasy gaming? Fellowship is ruining it for the future. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that's that's why so I'm doing it best. Okay, let's take one of your games for example, then, Miss Mister uh, Narcissist. Sure. Yep. I love Laws Out a great deal uh, because good. of the whole betting to lose. I don't really get that tension in any other game, at least not that I know of. And if you don't know what Laws Out is, links in the description. And you yeah. know, buy it. It's worth it. It's so good. Buy it. And I'm working on a second edition, which will have more genres in it. But that'll be after Fellowship and a bunch of Fellowship expansion stuff, so that'll be a ways out. But it's got stuff. What do you like? What do you like in RPGs? If I'm being completely honest about how I actually behave in any multiplayer game, um, and the, you know, there's rather than, you know, me trying to think what it is that I want and enjoy based on what I actually do, what actually, what I actually do right before I get a good feeling in a game. Um, I like to make other players miserable. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> Chances I don't, I don't days. play to win. I'm, I make, I play to make other people lose. All right. I mean, that sounds that sounds cool. Relatable. It's it's not good. Well, you should probably you should probably play Monster Hearts for that. When have I ever tried to make someone else lose? It's not relatable. Hey, I didn't say that it was relatable to you. No, it's Other not a relatable post. <laughs> I'm extremely. What do I like in RPGs? I I like feeling like I've outsmarted someone. Yeah, that's that's a good yeah. answer. I like feeling like I achieved victory by putting the right puzzle pieces together and then declaring my puzzle pieces and then like I, I just sort of sit back and it's like, yep, my perfect machine works. Other than that, it's like, I don't know. The other side of what I like in OP OPGs is just fucking magic tea party. I'm a magic tea party. Like I, I am half. I need to optimize everything so that my perfect machine is unbeatable, and everyone else feels bad. And I am half magical tea party. So pretty much, I'm the worst. <laughs> I, I think, and that's why you're in the novelist group that will eventually go somewhere one day, maybe. No, nah, I'm, 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 I'm no, no. Nah. Nah. 
I don't know. I like the feeling of Im- of like multi-person improv kind of stuff, like being able to play off of my my friends who are my- I'm playing with at any given moment. I think it's why I like a WWWRPG so much, is because everything in that is like it's it's a dance more than anything. You're working with somebody. Fiasco yeah, too. I think that's probably why that's my favorite tabletop game. Uh, Eliza, would you like to answer the question? Uh, what do you like about RPGs? I don't really have particular preferences on systems, honestly. I never really have. I just kind of like to play them with friends. Okay. Yeah, I something mean, to do with your friends is a pretty good answer. Yeah. yeah. That is you're going to love my new game, Wordfucker. <laughs> like, I guess to a degree, I like ones that like encourage storytelling, but I also like... I also like still enjoying like I'm feeling like I'm playing a game, so I don't tend to lean towards ones that like kind of completely do away with like mechanics to favor like more story stuff. Right. I like a balance. I think 13. Yeah, I'm with you. Fuck fiasco. It's the worst. (laughs) Okay. I you know that one time we played fiasco on stream was pretty good. Yeah, links to the playbook we used are in the description because it was. (laughs) Way better. Rolling dice. It was really good. It was. It was, it was the small things. Really play, play the small things yeah, playbook is fantastic. optimized for non-violent solutions to fiasco. You just yeah. keep making things harder on yourself. Let's name other things to that Ix can link. Bring it on. Have to track down links to. Bring it on, you piece uh, of garbage. I took a pr- I took a pretty good selfie a while back. <laughs> okay, that's easy. I'm just gonna link to your Twitter to feed. Uh, like I'm ho- I'm hot. Follow me on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. I can accept this reasoning. Follow Eliza on Twitter. She posts real good selfies. I'm, you should retweet the lucky girl. I've never posted. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much laughs> I don't think I've fun. ever posted a selfie. Yeah, I don't think well, they yeah, you should. There was, a, there was a picture of you when you went to C2E2, but I don't think you posted it. And that's Who also would not- want to look at this nonsense? Come on. I almost posted a selfie of you, except I didn't. I only got like your chin. You can't really post that. Wait, wasn't the picture mostly of our food and I had Yeah, it was a picture the, of our food and you had to was the be backdrop in it. for the Everyone wants to know what the mysterious the dungeon sure master looks that, but that was like, like 4 months ago. Who's this mysterious dungeon master? We watched wonderful 101 and handsome. that was a wonder microphone. Could go with that. Yeah, mysterious. So how about you, Drackle? Links what to the wonderful like hundred one let's player in the description. Uh, I like the characters that people make, and games that let you make fun characters. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's kind of all I got right now. Good answer. Yeah, I like games that let me play as Crow Simons, <laughs> and. Let people go like a third of the way through a game before they realize that I'm literally just playing Raven Simone from That's So Raven. Wait, you did that too? Have we both done this? Is this a have thing you, we've both done? Have you played done? Raven Simone? Yeah, I fucking played a character in Breakfast Cult whose entire gimmick was that he could see the future, but in bursts that didn't mean anything, and he kept fucking everything up oh, with it. Was I was Was that one named after a bird, though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be it has to be named after a bird. I don't know if Oh, but I guess I, there are links to the. Yeah, his name was Edgar Korax. There, there. Oh. <laughs> name for a raven. There it is. 
There you yeah, go. So this, mine, this is this is something we've both done. God damn it. Yeah, mine was, mine was in the uh, uh, Danger Patrol. Danger, Danger Patrol. Patrol. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. What's wrong was, with us? <laughs> she was a superhero who could see only a little bit into the future without God contact. God damn it. Mine was and, like an asshole. Like he was the captain of the chess team. She saw the, the future. She saw the future and, and saw thirty pizzas and asked herself why thirty pizzas. And then <laughs> that was a plot point. <laughs> and then she and Chip's character, um, who was a, a spectral ghost sleuth, the spectral sleuth, who was a ghost detective, um, they actually found a pizza place called Why Thirty Pizzas, and then investigated. <laughs> Holy shit! And then stuck in the back that. room. It was great. Go back and listen to Danger Patrol, Nate. Fucking Danger Patrol was incredible, actually. Like, I think I seriously had, like, the most fun in Danger Patrol that I had. What's wrong with us? (laughs) But also, though, my favorite, my favorite character that I ever played, not because the character was amazing, but because the reactions that everyone in the game had when they realized what character I was playing was when a long time ago in, like, an unrecorded Paranoia game. Yeah, yeah, Susie. Paranoia is wonderful and fun and encourages you to make really stupid gimmicky characters. <laughs> and I made a character named Suzy Haru who oh, had, yes. uh, discovered this. something of cultural significance from a long time ago and <laughs> and thought it was way more significant than it actually was. And of course, her thing was that she was very interested in, in anime. And so her name you're, was- you're expecting a royalty check any day now from Toby Fox, right? Jesus. Yeah. Yes. I get. I, I get. I get what you were. I get it. I get. It was by two point five million, Toby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, it was. You can it find was links good. to Undertale and, uh, by Toby Fox in the description. Her name was Susie Haru, and I acted incredibly anime, and still people didn't get it until I literally did the Hare Hare UK, <laughs> which for the listeners at home is a bullshit anime dance. Why don't you demonstrate it? I, I like the part when uh, someone didn't get the joke of Crow Simons and thought she was from an anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, not quite. Haruhiya Suzumiya. Your like, Raven character's name is a lot more like on the nose. Mine, like, you kind of think about it a little bit. Oh, yeah, like, I like, literally, for, for mine, I just, like, made it as, I tried to make it as, like, evident as possible. I wanted yeah. to fucking realize from the start I was playing Raven Simone. My Pog was literally Raven Simone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just an actual <laughs> picture of her. That's just... The best that's... part about this is I was in both the games with both of you. <laughs> I had never seen That's So Raven. <laughs> I did not catch either of them, even after getting a Pog of... Raven Simone for Eliza. Jesus Christ. Did not get the reference. <laughs> That's really I funny. Mean, well, if you, you're not familiar with the show, I mean, what can you expect? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I had no idea that that show was about Future Sight. I had yeah. no idea. It's so funny, though. Yeah, the, fair, it's, it's a, a really, really weird gimmick of every single episode, she sees a glimpse of, like, right before the end of the episode, but doesn't know how it happens, and then she tries to prevent it, and then in doing so, winds up in that wacky situation where yep. something went wrong. But, otherwise, but she learns a lesson. But she does the same fucking thing every episode. Clearly she didn't learn it that damn well. Yeah, it's a weird premise because it don't really doesn't affect... Like, <laughs> it's one of those premises that like, if they remove that, it literally would not change the show at all. Yeah, That, that seems like it's really ripe for uh, a, a dark and serious like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen thing. 
where she's just trapped in constantly self-defeating uh, time loops for the rest of her life. Or that yeah, it's pretty chill. I love her. Or that Nicolas Cage movie, which is extremely which one? goofy. The one where you can see in the the one where Nicolas Cage and Groundhog There are two Nicolas Cage movies where you can see the future, and they came out pretty close <laughs> thought, to each other. I thought you were going to say that there were two Nicolas Cages, and I was like, <laughs> also just fucking blew my perception. There's, <laughs> there's Knowing, and there's Next. Which one right. are you talking the one, about? There's the one who is in there. And then there's the plot for the next weird Chicago. And then there's, there's, the, the cages. there's two Nick Cages. But there's Nick Cage from Knowing, and then there's also a Japanese Nick Cage who is very, very... Uh, Freaked out by the existence of twins. <laughs> How ironic! In, in a series of commercials for the Japanese lottery. No link. Find it yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's I would. There. I, I will. Pro- I will procure this. <laughs> I'm not linking it though. All right, it's time. Yeah. Um. It is time. Yeah. 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 She was around like a bit ago. She said, oh, it's that day, it's time already, I'll play. Or was that yesterday? I think that yeah, was, was yesterday, yesterday afternoon, yeah. Yeah, or so, even two days ago, okay. So I, she's I, aware I, and she'll be ready when she's ready, which is why you've got a bit of a soft open. Uh, <laughs> if that's good with everybody? Yeah. yeah. Fucking right. do it. I found the link, and also I was wrong, it was triplets that he was uh, incredibly Thanks. impressed by. <laughs> Oh my god. Aren't we all? Three Nick Cages. Ha, ha, ha. Alright, three, two, one, let's go. <laughs> Pause, please. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Play the 13th Age from your friends at Six Feet Under. Hey, how y'all doing? But the Elf Queen is as poised and noble as ever. She walks over to uh, uh, a chaise lounge, sits and says, so, consort, what's the verdict? I'm just as fucked up as they say. End of the episode. Don't say a cuss, Elf Queen. Jesus. <laughs> Don't say, wow. In Elvish is probably a very nice word, like Ezavaravin or something. You know? <laughs> I feel like most of the other elf queens would have been out there killing demons, but this one's really passive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oof. So we, there we go. We've got two big mysteries to kick off next week with. What happened to Mint? What's, what's the deal with Mint and Mint? And how's this uh, queen convo going to go down? Also, Medibot, that stutter with your voice when Mint was really freaking out was really good. It was really good. good. It was yeah. really that was yeah, that really good. Backwards, that backwards voice was good. Oh, that inhaling you. voice. Yeah, I, I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, that was one of my my old coworkers taught me that to just <laughs> just sound super messed up. Yeah, it does. So that was quite good. I'm glad. Is that is that a wrap for today? Yeah. Uh, that's a session wrap. Session wrap, everybody. That's a session wrap on eighty three. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah, it was almost a three hour well. session. We did a lot today, and it was very good. good. good work, we everyone. did a lot today. I'm so glad that I was catered to and given a quiz show. Quiz show was good. I'm a big fan of quiz, <laughs> quiz show. Quiz show was fun. I, uh, 800 out of 1250 good. HP came from the quiz show. <laughs> oh, um, everybody, I, I hope you were tracking your uh, confusion points. I don't think anybody got, frankly, that many in the end. I got one. 
I'm like I total, total, any confusion total from all sessions. Total I think the, the most is like thing. four on anybody. Oh, we which, got one. Technically, Scarlet should have had more because she rolled a bunch of dice throughout that session. She but should I, have like eight or nine right now. Were, none of them were attack rolls. Well, one of them was an attack roll against Guardian. That's I the thought thing. it was any roll. Okay, uh, just mind. attacks against Godian. Yep. Yeah, I specifically uh, avoided attacking him after that. Yeah, and okay. and that ended up working out pretty much okay. Hmm? So let's uh, hope that uh, I was of use. Here's the consequence for uh, hitting four, four to five. You get a bonus background of of eldritch <laughs> knowledge. You get stronger. Oh, sure. For reaching four Somehow, of them. Somehow, this team was good. Yeah, just keep getting more of them. This is well, great. Uh, nobody got to the six to no. nine range, but if you did, it's a bit worse. Your, well, yeah. your crit fails get really faily. Okay. You Thanks, know. yeah. They get really epic faily. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-huh. You wouldn't I even keep... be able to tell if I had that one. I keep having the same nightmare over and over again. Where, where I'm trying to sleep, but these teens just keep calling me on my phone all throughout the night. And as soon as I pick up, they meme on me and hang up. <laughs> Sounds terrible. They want me to, to to favorite their posts and retweet them. I just I wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> also, the semi-hexagon padlock room was cool. This yeah. was a cool Thanks for boss making fight it cool, y'all. Yeah, hexagons. <laughs> Just put more yeah, hexagons on it, whatever. Session. And thank you for catering to me specifically and my request for a quiz show. Yeah, uh, quiz show was great. No, that was, that no was a cool be, little wrinkle. I'll no longer be leaving this campaign. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> wish that I had been able to participate in the quiz show, but on the other hand, it was kind of hilarious that Mint just is like, wait, no, I gotta do this. And then that he's suddenly <laughs> immune to dimension shift magic because he wants to be. You just like, stayed no, in hold the up, green I'm zone forever. Like, <sighs> here's, the, uh, here's the text dump of the quiz. You'll notice that uh, like I called an audible and cut it down to three questions per category instead of four oh, for, for pacing reasons. There you go. Oh, man, I'm a big fan of some of these. Yeah. Cool. Oh, man. Oh, man. A spell that has never been done. Oh, man. I'm sad we didn't get... The, I'm sad we missed the question that you got rid of in the history one. In what age will magic die? Yeah, that's so good. Oh, that's that a really good one. Oh, I would have rather answered that than the Dwarf King one. Jeez. Yeah. Because then I get to make up stuff about when Inspectors happens. When I made up questions, uh, I was thinking, you know, the the uh, four-question curve. And so I had to make hard decisions on the middle questions when I cut them down to three. (laughs) I might have went in the wrong direction on that one. Uh, I like like perform a spell that has never been done, though, because that... Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that the, was a good the point of the last one of each was supposed to be literally impossible, on the surface at least. Except for <laughs> and Potpourri, because Potpourri is you know the yeah the goofy joke yeah. category. I think, I think my favorite I think my favorite gag was Bella telling uh, Rip that it's not the kind of stuff that he's eaten before, and then actually every question was about the kind of stuff that he's eaten before. She was completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was quite good. What I like this is a really good session. I like the, the magic fucking, one because sorry. In her ten quiz bowl experiences, potpourri is the general miscellaneous category, and she's like, well, no, 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 Rip, it's not what you're thinking. Hey, and uh, then it was what he's thinking. Exactly. <laughs> potpourri question three was exactly for you. Then, what other definition can the word potpourri have? Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, if I had gotten the meal, I would have said stuff I haven't eaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I like about the magic, like I could have done the magic one too, because I could have just picked any given spell from the deep magic book and. <laughs> yeah. I felt pretty embarrassed when I answered the poker to the. Oh, I'm made of fire now. Here's a spell for you. I feel like that quiz show where any answer that anyone gives is the right answer would be a great way to quickly make a setting. That's number one. <laughs> uh, also, I super like the idea of um, a tabletop game based around a quiz show mechanic. Yeah. Oh no, wait, no, based around well that, but based around a letter mechanic is what I meant to say. But also, yeah. a quiz show mechanic would be fucking great. But I would hammer that out more. But, but no, think... like like the whoever mentioned like like just making a whole like tabletop system out of like the letters. Yeah, yeah. Right. I need to point y'all to uh, an old PBS children's show called Word World because that's basically what you were doing. Yeah, but give me a fucking tabletop game of it. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my favorite Word World episode is where uh, someone makes a pie, but then an S gets loose, and the pies just won't stop multiplying. It's a big problem. It's, really good. <laughs> it's a they terrifying world to live in when you think about it. Infinite pies. The way I would do a game is to have it be like a uh, your party is entering this kingdom for the first time and you have to answer a quiz like as a like a, a naturalization quiz. Oh, like like the citizenship test. Yeah, and that determines what the world is like. Oh, that would be cool. That would be a cool way to frame like a That's collective like fun, word yeah. building. Yeah, I like that. Or some, or just like we're traveling to another land or something. Yeah. I actually wrote a bunch of stuff on collective world building recently, but that's on my other computer. Uh, with the, the fellowship chapter. I just the one that I back. put off writing forever was collect how to collectively world build. I just keep thinking back to that inspector's game and how we collectively built <laughs> the worst television show. Collectively built a Yeti threesome. <laughs> what that was even such a good session. But even just the things, the way our... The, we started off with this premise of like the, sh- the game's not even about a TV show, but we made it th- about one. No, it's about a TV show. Oh, it is. It makes a lot of sense for it. To yeah, it's, it's it's always about a TV show. Really? But I mean, it's, the, yeah. the it's about a small franchise ghost hunter, and it has well, yeah, support for being about a TV show. Necessarily for filming. Okay, but yeah. like, it's about a franchise. The way the the way we built that show, like with the characters that we have, was. That confessionals mechanic just, is really good. Yeah, that worked really well. I have just I've never seen a game of ours end in such an absurd way. Oh, did you listen to uh, uh, Urban Shadows? No, I didn't actually. But can it really beat Panzer fucking multiple Yetis? Well, uh, it, it started as a pretty standard uh, investigation, you know, going and meeting people and and trying to squeeze information out of them. But it turns out that uh, there's a wizard who was supposed to do a job, but instead he, he pocketed the prize himself. 
so he could wipe uh, cities off the map in order to destroy their hockey team specifically. <laughs> That's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, he's a hyper hockey fan who got his hands on a uh, on like on a on staff that controlled a super fire elemental. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to start burning down cities. It's going to burn Pittsburgh to the ground so the Penguins wouldn't be in the playoffs. Also, we had a really good bit where we found this enchanted laptop because that's how the setting works, basically. I love it. That's a really good idea. And um, the first thing we did is when we tried to access it, we accidentally triggered the alarm. Now, the person who triggered the alarm didn't mention that they triggered the alarm until after they had brought the laptop back to our secret base. <laughs> so as soon as they mentioned, oh, hey, yeah, by the way, it's sending out a magic alarm signal, probably to some wizard somewhere. The God. first thing that happened after that is when we told him, why did you bring it here then? Is This is X's character. He grabbed it in his mouth, because he's this little robot monster, and he shot it out like a cannon several city blocks away, and it landed on top of a train stop. Like, just four or five <laughs> blocks down. Then they had to chase down. They basically had to play fetch to, to continue the investigation yeah, but in, a, still in a less dangerous place. We just didn't want it in our secret base. God almighty. That's so stupid. I love it. Uh, did anyone catch that the, the flaming uh, wooden spears with bent ends were supposed to be hockey sticks? He was throwing flaming no. hockey sticks at you all. Okay. No, I did not, actually. Well, another, there you go. <laughs> another point would be, for inspectors, the numerous ways we injected the lack of budget. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, as, as fun as it is to keep bringing up the Yeti threesome, that wasn't even the highlight of the session. No, oh, that, God, was not even, that wasn't even close to the highlight of the session. Yeah, no, it was, the end, the it was Panzer's highlight for the session, I could yeah, tell I, I bet it was. Yeah, for <laughs> me, it, for me, it was stuff the, like this, the part where, like, uh, we're going through the woods and we keep cutting to these, like, like reenacted scenes of us doing the exact same thing. That so we like, were doing on film, yeah, yeah. Or like when my character did his like, con- he, did, he went to do he went to do a combat role, and then we had it cut to a clearly staged combat <laughs> stage. Because mm-hmm. all uh, you actually did the, was run forward ten feet and kneel. Yeah, or or the or any time we had the uh, the stress rolls where it was like we we that grease trap. Where everybody was like vomiting, but then my character was like, "No, that's perfect." Your character was really good. Just this fucking scumbag hillbilly, terrifying hill person. I think everybody's character was really good. I think I went. I made a really good decision picking the most like downplayed. I can't even imagine what your character looked like. I don't even have a face. I don't person. No, no. Oh, what if the running gag is that um, your guy is like Mike Wazowski. He's always behind the logo, behind the the barcode. (laughs) Or behind where the Sony logo is put in After Effects. We have to show our sponsors. He's always blurred out when he's on screen. Accidentally. But also, my character did something completely ridiculous by pretty much complete accident. I loved the part where you're like, 
where everyone else freaked out from a stress roll, and you're like, ah, oh, actors, they're always, like, overblowing <laughs> everything. It's not a big deal. It was clearly faked. Yeah, and then it was we smash man, cut we, we to the man, actor we... character freaking the fuck out. <laughs> but, but then... His, that reaction is to an actual murder of a person by a monster <laughs> in front of us. Obviously, someone actually it. just died, and he's like, "Whatever." It was clearly staged, <laughs> to, which he's uh, saying to the TV camera. Yeah, <laughs> and just the way that it, it went from like, "Oh, we're just looking for a Sasquatch," to like, "Oh, wait, it's actually way crazier." Also, like my character managed to fucking win a like competitive eating thing entirely because he was trying to avoid talking to somebody so he kept eating hashtag big pancake uh, our social media so good. god i am happy that i was a corporate shill God. I didn't. I don't think I had any like defining fun moments like those. But I really pushed that Sony brand content. <laughs> yeah, you're the only reason the show's still on the you're air. You're the PR brand ambassador. I'm pretty sure Cam is the only reason the show is on the air for like five different reasons. God, the the getting us the budget is a big one, but also like <sighs> I'm the one who actually makes us go to these places and do these things instead of sit. The and strangest thing forever. to me about this this podcast that's going to go up is that it's got it's got Nate as the most downplayed like unemotional character and then I'm one of the craziest <laughs> yeah that's not usually how we do it it's, your character was completely bonkers it's, great. it's always fun to just stretch your your range maybe stretch it's, the muscles maybe it's because we were playing on Saturday in the middle of the day and I wasn't like completely dead could be I, I made a really fucking good joke really early in the session where I said that I was just here because I needed credits for a major, and someone asked me what my major was, and I said, undeclared. <laughs> you were majoring in independent study? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm wrong. <laughs> It was it was a good, uh, yeah. that's one of those character defining jokes and it's that's the, really funny actually. It's also really relatable, IMO. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. It's a You've been in college for eight years. You need to tell me things so I can help your stuff hit really hard in two weeks' time. That will be the 13th, everybody. Mark your calendars. I'll mark them. Um, I'll mark the calendar. What? Sorry, what's up? I'm, I'm talking about next session. I would really like to talk with Medibot about mint stuff sometime in the next two weeks. Um, Sure. I, I, I've said it before, but I can't make 13th. Ooh, ooh, shoot. Okay, we will I'll have be, to schedule a thing. What I will if, be in Seattle. Let me pitch a thing. What if, what if, uh, Eliza's time, blah, 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 blah. What if Bella's time uh, with the queen is long enough that that explains why Bella's quiet the whole time, and we do a one-on-one -on -one thing, and it gets spliced in. And, like, everyone just, like, kind of decides to just go because I'll turn up somewhere? Or what? Maybe. Like, like, I like mean, the I whole mean, team decides to leave, well... Got, maybe like, maybe they excavate control. you out. I, maybe... Or we go looking maybe, for uh, you. Maybe something happens that makes it hard for us to actually go, like, be preoccupied with other stuff. You could... Okay. You could, you could try to have, uh... 
I mean, I mean, depending on like how how much of a thing you want that to be, you could try to have everyone like, or like everyone could try to like find me, and I could be somewhere that takes you know a while to get to, riddled with its own difficulties. If you wanted to do something like that, but. oh yeah, that'd be fun. Like they they spend time straight off like trying to excavate you out of this moon hole but guess what you're not there they gotta find you yeah and i'm like somewhere else and like maybe i've even like surrounded like myself with the fences or i'm just in somewhere else dangerous or something you know something and they or maybe the eidolons are coming to defend you now because you hold the heart oh that'd be interesting just like just like something you know some other complication unforeseen and i'm not where they expected me to be and they use like you know use like magic to like find where I am and then yeah I mean we already have a really good excuse for trying like the many was watching the heart and you phased into a wall they're going to try to dig in after you and then you're not there if Um, if that's something you want to do so yeah I would love to uh, compare availability and get the actual Bella Queen scene recorded so that can be spliced in and and be nice and pretty do you want me to do that in continuity. Do you want me to do that like before I go? I leave on the 9th, and I'm going to be gone until like the 14th, I think. We could do it right the heck now. We're still recording if it comes to it. Uh, no, if you're I up can't. for it. I no? Need, okay. I need like a while to like think about some stuff about like what I want to like approach and stuff for okay. for this next for this talk. I want it to be like I want it to be good. You know what I mean? Like I want to. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Wanna, I don't want to like look back on it afterwards and be like, oh, I should have said a lot more of these things. I want to. I want to be ready. So. No, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, um, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk about that. I'll talk with Medibot about mint stuff because I don't even know what's up, and I'd like to know a little bit of what's up so I can make it count, make it hit hard. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty fucking interested. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited I'm pretty, for when he takes the heart and hijacks our ship. I'm pretty excited for the mint revelation. Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited that Mercury's dead. He's not is dead. He, he was is just... he dead? I mean, He's yeah. Not dead. Is is uh, Rip going to try to refuse with Mercury? Is because uh, Mercury seems really happy to be back on I the mean, moon it was cast away from. Like Rip has can pick from any moon spirit to fuse of now. There's like all of them here. Why does Jesse have to go with Mercury? Mercury's not an mm-hmm. eidolon. That's why they don't even want it around. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Nobody knows what Mercury is. Cause, I sure as hell don't. I mean, you ask Mercury and it mostly just talks about uh, biting your tongue out. It's not a very straight answer. Yeah. If we leave Mercury behind, will that make Rip a full-class bard for the end of the campaign? What do you think, Ironicus? I would... I would like that as a okay. as a if that's or maybe the way it goes, Paladin. <laughs> Go completely off the wall. <laughs> Rip's a wizard now. If if uh, the decision is to like let Mercury be king of the moon or however it shakes out, if Nate and Mercury are separated forever, excuse me, if Rip and Mercury separate forever, <laughs> Rip, Rip going back to full class bard would, would be a good thematically appropriate good, good way to represent that yeah 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 i think i'll probably do that cool yeah so right now mechanics wise were you playing mercury as like an eighth level bard and you as like or an eighth level yep. barbarian you as like an eighth level bard you got it 
Okay, that's pretty clever. I like so that. I didn't like go out of my way to like stat them both up separately. I was using shared stats, but just I wasn't letting myself use roles that would be part of the other class. Got it. Okay. Like I like I used my Berserker Rage just for Mercury, and I wasn't using going to use Battle Cries on him and that kind of stuff. Because that sounds like a pretty good way to do like the pair in yeah Thirteenth Age. I thought so too. Yeah, play a multi-class character, but have each one separate out their class content. 